by the way, I watched the video or the speech that Jokowi made about the omnibus law. And it kind of put me at ease. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like a sheep following the shepherd. But I feel like the way he put it is like pretty convincing. So maybe we should explain it real quick. Like we're recording this in October 2020. So there has been some recent... That's like days after the entire situation happened. Is it, is it still rioting? Uh, maybe. Uh, okay, so basically omnibus law. Mm-hmm. Omnibus law is not a new law, actually. Yep. A lot of countries have applied the omnibus law. So omni actually means universal. It's I have forgot, I think. Italian for universal. Let's go, lawyer. But like in reality, I just watched this like a few minutes ago. That's why it's like fresh on my mind. So basically, omnibus law is a law for universal universal law. It's a universal law that will be applied. There are a lot of like, what's basalia? Articles? Articles Mm. within the omnibus law. And the point Mm. of the omnibus law is actually to increase investment in Indonesia. And how... um, an omnibus law typically applies in well to me in my opinion it mostly applies in like the US okay or like Japan uses omnibus law I think I'm not so sure so like industrialized countries let's say yeah it's more for like uh, common law countries is what I've heard mm. so omnibus law is mainly founded or like being applied in common law countries and basically Indonesia wants to use that to increase their investment and economy and the thing is, basically, in this new omnibus law, the thing is, there's, like, 80 articles. Like, I can break it down if you want. There's okay. 80 articles which talks about investment. 19 uh-huh. articles about, what's pengadaan lahan? See, we're, I'm not good at Indonesian, but I'm also apparently really bad at English. But basically, <laughs> the part that everyone is um, demonstrating or rioting about is about the five articles which talks about... Um, Ketenagaan kerja, which is employment, the workforce, the workforce, the workforce in Indonesia, and the thing is, to me, it's kind of a controversial topic, kind of right Mm -hmm. now, because especially for us, we're like Chinese Indonesians, we are from the middle class, we do not have it as bad as a lot of the Indonesians in Indonesia, especially like those from the poorer regions. And we have been living in this bubble where everything is all good, right? We have the security of our parents' finances so that we can protect ourselves. But I kind of understand why they are rioting Mm -hmm. because they are the people who do not have the same security as we do. Because Mm -hmm. in these five articles, if I remember kind of clearly, this is I'm talking about the draft because it's not yet officiated, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know, but they are in the rush to sign the law. So basically, Jokowi signed a draft, and the draft is being sent to the DPR, which is the equivalent of the House of Representatives, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Anyway, I'm studying U.S. politics this semester. No, I'm sure there's like something. It's like very obvious, and we're just missing yeah, it. And I, you're studying it, and I, I right live now. there, and I just like don't even. Know. I just can't think of it right now. So basically, they're sending it to the, I'll just call it House of Representatives because it's literally like the actual translation literally means House of Representatives because like they want perwakilan rakyat, right? Mm -hmm. So it's being sent there and what what is happening is that 
the draft that Jokowi sent to the House of Representatives are now being edited and there are some articles that are being removed, some articles mm-hmm. that are being added. I mean, this is a natural, this is a normal process in every course, lawmaking. Okay. It's a very, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a natural lawmaking process. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the laws that are being added and removed is causing this controversy, mm-hmm. especially in the parts where there's no security for um, people to, when it comes to like working hours. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, there's like no fixed working hours for people. And breaks are now being shortened. So basically, you have to work four hours for a 30-minute break. You mm-hmm. only have one day a week. I know, yeah, one day a week for your rest day. So you have to work six days a week. Mm-hmm. And there are, there, in the draft, in the draft, there was the articles about uh, non-paid leave, mm-hmm. which you pointed out might be a hoax. Yeah. I mean, according to Compass, it was a hoax. Right. According to other sources, it's not a hoax. hoax. It is within the articles. It is pasal like 90 or something. Like it's okay. around 80 to 90 articles 80 to 90 i don't remember the actual number because mm-hmm. i forgot because it's a long document it. yeah it's one hell long document it's like 1032 pages yeah and i admit i did not read everything because mm-hmm. as i've told you like majority of the law that is being passed is focused on economics and it's focused on investation, uh, investasi, like investment. Investments, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, switching between two <laughs> languages is hard. It's focusing on investment. Right. Therefore, right. to me, I feel like me reading the controversy, the controversial parts, mm-hmm. is enough for me to understand why they are rioting. That's true. Get it? Yeah. Because yeah. no one's gonna read that entire one thousand thirty-two page. Yeah document Mm -hmm. especially when most of it talks about economics and it most of it talks about investment right right. like there is no correlation between a worker's right and the economy i mean i think there is if you're an economic student but i'm not so i cannot think at the top of my head what it is but to me there is no particular what's it called connection between the two so that which is why i didn't read the entire thing i did not even read the entire thing Mm -hmm. at all I've watched a lot. I've read a lot of news and most of them says the same thing that I feel like news reports are enough for me to rely on and to trust. Even Nashua, like Mata Nashua, Nashua Shihab, yep. even she's pissed off at the like House of Representatives and she's an educated woman. She's yeah. a journalist. Yeah. She pays attention to these kind of things. So I feel like it is more than enough reason for people to riot, especially if you're someone who does not have the secu- the same security as those from the middle to upper class. Because the thing is, this omnibus law, although it's smart for common law countries and more progress mm-hmm. countries, I don't think it's fitting for Indonesians. Yeah. Not yet, especially when we have weird laws. You know, like to me, <laughs> laws in Indonesia is not that fixed and concrete, and you know what's going yeah. on. Mm-hmm. You do not have the same level of like income security or like health security. You don't have the same mm-hmm. sort of security as you do if you live in the U.S. Or like for me, I work in Japan, and transportation is being paid for me to get to the restaurant, for me to work as a waitress. It's getting paid mm-hmm. for me to eat. It's getting paid. If I have injury in the host, uh, the injury in the restaurant, yep. the company will pay you. But that's not necessarily the case for companies in Indonesia yeah, because for 
right now the law changes things and it's giving the company more power and to me it might go good and it might go bad the mm-hmm. company might choose to defend you and give you security yeah or the company may choose not to yeah and as it's obvious and it's clear to see that the government will not do it for you so who will do it for you you only can do it for yourself but and but if you're from like the lower class what are you supposed to yeah. do yeah yeah that's like all i was thinking and the thing is like what i am saying might be controversial mm-hmm. because we are from the chinese indonesian community and for me i've seen a lot of people in instagram especially from my close friends mm-hmm. not my close friends from like my following i guess mm-hmm. like the people i follow they're all complaining like i'm just going to swear a bit like who yeah. the fuck do you think you are like why the fuck are you burning this like mm. that's how angry they are at these like workforce for doing what they're doing and i understand it's like it's their opinion but i'm like to my understanding they're also not reading the entire omnibus law so why are you getting mad at people who's also not reading the same thing at least they know what they're like at least most of them i hope who are writing know what they're fighting for kind of whereas chinese indonesians or like people from the middle class or as chinese indonesians most of them have their own companies or their own stores to take care of they can self provide from themselves and they have like oh if they're like broke they can just go to their parents to be honest right let's be real like it's not that hard we're not living the hard life yet they are pouring all of their anger and all of their frustration to people who are lower than them and not uh, understanding of the fact that these laws are removing certain rights from people who are from the i would say in quote poor, poor side or like people who are like does not have as much security as you do and they're not understanding anything which to me is frustrating because i would expect people who are around me to be more understand not understanding but at least understanding of the situation at least learn and know what is being violated like mm-hmm. the one that you said about the it was hoax like the unpaid leave if you have religious reasons and all and like if you have a wedding to attend to mm-hmm. or you had a miscarriage and or even as females um you know like the first day of our period is usually the worst and how painful it is and there are people who do not work for that and they will not give you paid leave like a paid leave like for for miscarriage i understand because you are pregnant you need a paid paid leave uh for pregnancy marriages i completely understand why they're getting mad for these well, like non-paid yeah. leaves because i feel like it's their right to have it like they're not supposed to be a slave to the company i feel there should be some kind of like humanity like they are humans as well well jokowi did clarify that that's not true that part like all the yeah, stuff about the paid because... leave is like that's staying the no, same no but like mm-hmm. the thing is that was in the draft mm, that part was in the draft and I that see. was supposed to be under discussion so it was not official i see get it Yeah. So was so in the initial thing that Jokowi sent out, from my understanding, from what I read, it was not a part of it, and basically it's supposed to be under consideration. But then, yeah, the the House of Representatives are like pushing for it to be 
released ASAP, which is kind of confusing and no one knows why. Yeah, I mean, from the from what I've watched from Matanajwa, which is the show that we were talking about, uh, the House of Reps people, yeah, I don't know. He, he didn't have the most, like, reliable face. But, like, this is the thing, like, investment is still continuing. Like, it's still Yeah, that's another part of it, too, is that, like... The economy is still going mm-hmm. up in Indo. So the fact that they're making such laws that gives the industry a higher right or like a stronger position than that of the employees is kind of confusing in my part because that means if the economy is going up where's all the money going to that's true (laughs) corruption i mean yeah i i agree i think a lot of what you said was like really really valid like i do think you know the rights of the workers should be considered its own its own thing and shouldn't be part of like the economy like you said like it should be considered as an ends and not as a means to like better the economy or like change the economy in any way um and i i just feel like i'm in a place where like i'm not supposed to like be so judgmental because i don't understand the full picture but at the same time i saw this post the other day by ernest pragasa who's a comedian but also like vocal very vocal when it comes to politics he was saying like do i understand the entire document of the law that you're passing no i don't do i understand bits Mm. of it that makes me angry yes i do does that give me a right to be angry yes it does so yeah i think that's a really good way to put it like i think if you're in a democracy then you should you should make space for you should make space for people to speak and you should make it a point to listen to them and not to just like rush past things really quickly. I do think that like the fact that so many people are angry, it seems like something's very wrong. But at the same time, the way they're delivering the news, it's like, oh, we're just trying to help the small people. And like, we agree that the small people need help. So maybe what you should be doing is like doing a better job of distributing the subsidies that you're supposed to give people from the COVID funds instead of like, having all of it go into the pockets of random politicians across the country, that's really upsetting. Yeah. yeah. Like, to be honest, uh-huh. I really do not mind the, what's it called? The hourly pay, because that's like one of the things that they were arguing mm-hmm. about, which is with something, which is something kind of, I find weird because it kind of makes sense. You get paid for what you do. Yeah. And the hour of... And it's what a lot of countries are doing. And I'm pretty sure that's kind of what you know, Indo was doing. Because they kind of get paid in the end of the month. More so. They just like pay like per month, I guess, is what was happening. I'm not so sure. It is kind of weird. Like, I, I don't really understand why Indo. we're not doing hourly pay, but we're doing monthly pay. So, like, the minimum wage even is like the monthly wage. It makes things kind of complicated, in my opinion. Just because, like, we've both been paid by, mm. by an hourly rate. Like, normally people are just being paid hourly. Maybe so somehow weird. it will, like, make people's incomes lower. Maybe. Mm. The thing is, I understand that if this is all for the economy, like, mm-hmm. go for it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we're actually not having that shit of an economy. Yeah. If we want to improve the economy, it's all good, but... But why now, honestly? Bad now, so there yeah. must be some sort... I don't know. So that means there's some sort of issue in the government in itself. Money is going somewhere that is not meant to be going to. Maybe That's it's just... Tea. Ooh, 
if you saw like more of like Najwa's videos, mm-hmm. like she's also pretty pissed because that's not like one of the only laws that are being pushed mm-hmm. that is controversial. There's also the NOKUHAPE, the criminal law. Oh, there's so much going on. Okay, the thing with Indo law is that I feel like it's not as easily accessible as laws in other countries for some reason. Like the documents, maybe it's just like our country isn't, like not everything is online. So it's very difficult to get like access to data. Like you really have to like scour the internet for it. It's like zero transparency. I mean, on the other hand though, uh, I don't know if this is a good way to put it, but sometimes... I tell myself, like, well, compared to other countries, Indonesia is kind of relatively young. It's 70 years old, and 30 years of it was spent under dictatorship. But at the same time, Singapore is younger. (laughs) So what are we doing? Korea is the same age as us. But I think there's still, like, you have to keep into account, like, how big Indonesia is. Indonesia is huge. But the thing is, the central government is really messed up in my opinion the central government aka jakarta <laughs> kalimantan soon borneo i hope they are moving out actually i hope the capital city will move because i do not yeah. agree that the center of the i don't agree that center of politics should be mixed with the center of business is it not that way in japan i don't think so it's kind of like tokyo and what kyoto no it's all in tokyo but okay. for tokyo it's like the business district is like one area uh-huh it's not that close in my opinion. Mm. It's not that close. It's like in the suburbs or something. But it's still in Tokyo, yeah. But I feel like because Japan is more developed, they're fine yeah. with it. But then since Indo is, again, as you said, relatively young, I don't think it's a smart idea to mix both. Like, for example, in the US, you don't have New York and Washington mixed together, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Yeah. But then you look at cities like Canberra and Brasilia, and you're like, these cities are kind of dead. <laughs> so that, that'll true. be interesting. Um, is Brazil politically doing better than Indonesia? I don't think so. I can't say with certainty that it is. Yeah. But for Indonesia, I feel like it's better to have it separate. I think it'll be really good that it's like, moving eastward so that it's closer to the rest of indonesia i think it's very important that that like geographically that landscape is more developed and like gets more attention i feel like there should be like a even spread of modernization in indonesia yeah for sure and i feel like it's too too centralized in java and it's too centralized in jakarta Mm -hmm. and having like both like business and politics in jakarta is not smart because they're always mixing those two together yeah like you know like i know a lot of people who vote for a certain party because they will have better but um business prospects than another but that doesn't necessarily mean that their party is the best i couldn't maybe party is not the best it's not the right word but their agenda is not the best for example Mm -hmm. yeah one of my biggest concerns about the capital moving is that because right now the capital is in Jakarta and Jakarta is the biggest city and it's the fastest sinking city in the world. Yay. There is kind of like that affinity between the central government and Jakarta's government. And it's easier for the central government to kind of watch over Jakarta's government to like put pressure if necessary. 
Mm-hmm. And I guess I was kind of nervous that if the capital did move, then that pressure to mitigate flooding and mitigate land subsidence or like land sinking would be less. But I see nothing happening right now, so I don't see like exactly. That's yeah. the thing, though. I feel like eventually it will catch on to them. It sucks because I live right by the water, so it's already catching up to me. But when will it catch up to the government who live in the exactly. center of Jakarta? For the last part of the pod, I was thinking I wanted to do a segment that's like Q and A between guests. So I'll ask you to ask a future guest a question, but I don't have a question for you because you're the first person to do this. You can just ask me anything because we know each other. That won't be weird. Okay, I'll I'll and I'll ask the next person. Wait, how how serious should the question be? Oh, it can be whatever. It can be like, what's your favorite food? But it can also be like, it shouldn't be like, what's your deepest darkest secret? Maybe the question I'll ask you is like, what's something that you want to do right now in Japan that you can't do unless until you know that everything's okay? I was about to say like. Go to Disneyland, mm-hmm. but, but technically I can do that already. But you wouldn't feel comfortable doing like some, it. I I'm more uncomfortable because like they're only like allowing thirty percent of the hundred percent that they usually admit. Oh, so Dude, is it a lottery like, system? It's not. It's not. You just like come and First buy a ticket, and it's already thirty percent. You can't enter basically. That's so fun. So it's not Disneyland. Probably attend class. No, that's so serious. Well, it can be like your fun question, your fun answer is go to Disneyland, but your serious answer is go to class. My serious answer is to go to class. It's actually miss sitting in class and like taking down notes. Yeah. I hate, I hate, hate, hate online class. It's so depressing. It is depressing. That's why I'm not doing it. For me, me, I have a routine when I go to class. So basically what I do is I walk to class, but then before class, I go to family mart. Oh, just the nearest convenience store. I get one of these, my Lipton milk tea. I get one of these mm-hmm. and a corn dog or some sort of <laughs> snack, and I go to class. Amazing. And I eat, I attend class. Then when I move class, I repeat. Oh, okay, maybe I, love I won't that. get one of these, but I'll get myself an ocha, a green tea. Ah. I did that. I did that for a year. I did Lipton and, for example, a corn dog or Lipton and a uh, chicken karage. Oh my god. Or Lipton and something. <laughs> oh, and I gained 10 kilos. It was not smart. I love that though. I feel like I really, really, really want to go to the theater. Not theater, cinema. Like, I love watching movies and on the big screen. I want to watch Broadway, which she did oh. already. Well, Broadway has like canceled all their shows until I think like May 2021 or something like That's that. That's crazy. Like, you know, like Actually, a lot of the new shows got canceled as well that's crazy like i just can't imagine what the actors would do in the meantime like exactly especially those who are not like the big shots of course yeah like what about the back back backup dancers and like singers exactly like it's really sad yeah okay what's the question you want to ask my next guest 
I don't actually know who my next guest will be yet. So it can be someone you know or someone you don't know. Exactly. If it's someone I know, I have an idea on what to ask. Tea or coffee and why? I like that question. What would you say? Tea or coffee and why? I don't know. I drink both. I feel like I would want to say tea because it would make me feel less like addicted to caffeine. But the reality is that I drink coffee every single day. Like I make myself a little oat milk latte actually every day. And I just bought more oat milk. So I think I would have to say by default, it would be coffee. But I love tea. So really both. Good answer. I think I appreciate tea more because I can understand the different types of tea. Whereas with coffee, it's just like juice me up. Yep, that's true. What about you? Like for me, mm-hmm. I drink both. Mm-hmm. I drink coffee. I drink both because I like the. I drink tea particularly because it's calming and I just like drinking mm. tea. I drink coffee for the same reason. I don't I don't I don't get like hyped up or like energized when I drink coffee. It's all chill. I still can go back chill? to sleep after coffee. Oh yeah. well I don't think coffee like keeps me up, but sometimes in the morning if I can't like open my eyes, it's because I haven't had coffee. For me it's the same. Mm. But the thing is, coffee gives me nauseousness. Like, real bad. Oh, it upsets my stomach, for sure. It's the worst, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't live without it, it, so. <laughs> so, it's like, it's kind of hard. It's like, on the days where I do not want to feel nauseous, I'll get tea. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like your answer would be tea, by the way. Yeah, it's like, kind of a both. I'm, tr- I'm trying to cut down on caffeine. Okay, Chad, this has been so fun. I'm so glad you're on this pod. I feel like we talked about like really important things for Indonesia, but also like a lot of dumb stuff. Yeah, but also a lot of like things that are quintessential to our identity and like, but also it was chill. So I feel like this was a great podcast episode. I don't know if I should make that my outro. I feel like that's kind of weird, but like maybe that's the vibe we're going for, you know? So we'll just yeah, leave it alone. Like a mix of chill and seriousness. Yeah. Thank you for being on the pod. I want you to come back no at some problem. point. We'll talk yes, about other... Come to Japan and I'll take you to Disneyland. Yes! Disneyland. Guys, maybe our next podcast episode will be... Will be in Disneyland. <gasps> in Disneyland? Imagine. Imagine. I'll do like soundscapes. So I'll so like cool. record the popcorn machine. The roller coasters with no screaming because you're not allowed to scream. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> Alright, thank you so much for coming on the Gubwood Pod. I will talk to you soon. Bye! Oh,